Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome from Washington, D.C., East Coast, windy, windy, and a lot of rain this past weekend. How are you doing, Andrea? Well, I'm doing good. I always get the weather first and send it your way. We had snow that actually stuck for a couple hours yesterday. So uh, snowing and blowing, but things are really, really good. I've been working on the back end of the Keep Smiling movement and some fun things we're doing. We have a full amplified uh, YouTube channel now. So I've been pulling all the archives and adding intros and outros and getting all the descriptions on. So super fun. Other ways for people to see us, hear us, and know who's been amplified in the world on Amplified with Ken Rashawn. Well, there you go. I mean, there's nothing like working on the back end of a smile movement, I guess. So <laughs> good job on that. Um, so let's talk about our sponsors. I understand we have a couple sponsors that we need to <laughs> We and, do. Yeah. We do. Our featured sponsor is opus.finance. That's O-P-E-S dot finance is the website. It's a global decentralized processing system for the people by the people because enough is enough. And we also have the Umbrella Syndicate, the red carpet connection perfect publishing big events usa voice america influencers channel and our charity of choice the keep smiling movement well that is just bringing some emotion to me and i know that ruben and i were doing the butterfly dance before the show just to remove all the butterflies so (laughs) pretty cool there so uh, a lot of people are kind of pissed in America right now because I understand Ruben has removed himself as a presidential candidate option. So, um, yes. <clears throat> yeah, they were... actually I heard they were boarding up in D.C. already because they're upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are looking for someone bilingual to help bring the world together in America. So, Ruben, please reconsider whatever we need to do in the show to bring you back into the race. OK. Would be our <laughs> yes, uh, we, we definitely want you to make a stand. <laughs> un millones, um, un millones, mucho gustos. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you guys a little bit more about Ruben Mata, who is our guest today. Ruben captivates audience with his enthusiasm and his authenticity, both in English and Spanish, with many years of personal hey, development wait a second. experience. Wait, wait yes. a second. Wouldn't that suck if he only did authenticity in one language and not authenticity? and the other i mean so oh, actually pretty- that was our big reveal today that's why he dropped out of the race that's why he dropped out gotcha. <laughs> with many years of personal development experience and speaking around the world ruben presents a wealth of techniques and strategies for developing and empowering leaders he's spoken in brazil and he spoke to a whole bunch of brazilians this weekend in in uh florida in mexico south korea canada and all over the u.s he has shared the stage with many industry leaders and icons He's a master trainer in NLP, neurolinguistic programming, a master success coach, and a master hypnotherapist. His book, Stand and Levantante. Uh, how, do, how do you pronounce that, Ruben? That's Levantate. That's the Spanish version, Levantate. Ah, okay. And Rise along up. with his. Yes, along with his stand development trainings are endorsed by the state Senate. His companies, uh, many companies that have experienced him are Farmers Insurance, Herbal Life, uh, let's see, Keller Williams Realty, Century 21, Wells Fargo, Staples, New York Life, uh, just an amazing, amazing uh, life that you've done. And you've also been recognized as a world leader for peace in Seoul, Korea. I know. It's amazing. And he spoke at the United Nations headquarters, and he's also passionate about giving back. So he has the Stand Foundation for Feeding the Homeless and Providing Education in Spanish to gang-challenged neighborhoods. And he donates his time with prisoners and the youth in juvenile hall with his foundation. So I'm so pleased to have you here, Ruben. And uh, uh, I know you through Mark Cusick. Well, actually, I know you through James Malinchek from years and years ago. Oh, my goodness. And now, isn't that funny? And then, yeah. uh, and then we reacquainted again at Mark Cusick's event. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, Ken, thank you, Andrea, for for inviting me on your amazing show that impacts the world on many levels. You know, you keep smiling and and amplifying what they have inside, 
and it's it's great to be here. Um, just coming after an event, making time for for both of you and honoring your time as well. Thank you. Well, my pleasure, and so excited. I want to say that we're trying to actually <clears throat> move to celebrating a day because people don't actually think about what a gift a day is. And so I just want to say that today, did you know it's All Saints Day? It is National Authors Day, National Brush Your Teeth Day, and, I did, National, I did. and National Men Make Dinner Day. So guess what I have to do tonight? I have to reheat some Chef Boyardee to, for the family. Ooh, which your son stuff. and you called mm. off. <laughs> mm. <laughs> All right. So, Ruben, what we like to do for our guests that, you know, there might be couple that don't know you maybe maybe and uh so that you can re-enter the uh election either this time or next time we would like you to share your story and the way this goes is if you'd share where you're born and your childhood and what in your childhood caused you to be who you are today what inspired you what was the catalyst i'd love to hear that story yeah i was born in uh orange county california actually the la county bellflower and was raised in a gang-challenged neighborhood, which set the, the, the context of how things were going to go in the future by seeing my older brothers and sisters getting involved in, in gangs and seeing my parents, how they were, you know, worried, concerned about all this chaos happening at the house. And being the youngest of five, I realized I didn't have to be a product of the environment of the gang-challenged neighborhood, which... I got into sports and I did other things by seeing the mistakes that my brothers and sisters made of getting involved in gangs. So that had a major part, a major role in and what I do now as far as, you know, helping people and going back to the gang challenge neighborhoods and helping them seeing what they didn't have back then. Okay. So what would something like that look like? It's like, how do you, so Baltimore, which is I'm 22 minutes away from <clears throat> is known as not maybe one of the top gang, but it's the number one, murder capital of the United States. So the Key Smiley movement is about <clears throat> dental and mental health. And Baltimore does, does not have a dental problem as much as a, a murder problem or a crime problem or a mental problem. That could, be, that could be depression. It could be aggression. It could be a lot of things. I wasn't prepared to move into this, this quickly, but since you triggered that nerve, I mean, how, how does one help a city get away from gangs and that mentality so it can actually foster positivity and mentorship? I believe it's, it's giving them the uh, resources, going in and diving in, rolling up the sleeves and saying, this, this is where we're at. This is what it takes. Because already, like Harf says, you know, you read about it, hear about it, talk about it, but if you haven't lived it, you don't know it. And living it and understanding what's needed from what I wish was there and what helped me out giving that back and actually going in and, and offering the resources, I feel, to answer your question, is the resources in the community and not just here, you know, we're here, go actually out there and, and, and present it to them. Okay, so resources. So my theory is that mentorship is the number one resource. Oh, yeah, you got to okay. count. Okay, so if you have someone that is either been through it or even hasn't been through it, but has been through challenges that would be at least similar to things mm -hmm. that have to come, you have someone that is worth listening to. Correct, because it's the mindset that one uses to overcome the challenges. It doesn't have to be, you know, in, in, in a gang or being shot at or seeing drugs, but the challenges that space we go to in overcoming challenges where we didn't think we would make it out of this situation, we tapped into that mindset and using that to help the kids because that's what it takes when one's challenged. Okay, so we're going to have a, a lot wackier show than I thought we were going to have. Are you ready for this, Ruben? Wacky. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. Okay, here's the, here's the wackiness. So a green show is when you don't mention stuff happening now so we can play it later. We're going to mention stuff happening now. Oh, so yeah, yeah. 100% you know. transparency, brother. Okay, yeah. so um, President Ruben. Yes, sir. Okay, you have just been elected, and – because I care about you being elected, because you actually care authentically about making positive change and bringing community together, that's actually really super important to me. And that's what caused the wacky show to shift. <laughs> so um, I voted for you because I wanted my Baltimore and my capital city, D.C., to really show up as a winner in the world. So you got two problems, D.C. 
doesn't show up in the in the world as a city that's actually making things happen. It doesn't really show up in my opinion. And then Baltimore is the number one murder capital. Um, how would you shift those things? Same. See, everything rises and falls on leadership. It does. And go with the leaders and saying, what do you see? What are you doing? You know, after once speaking with them and seeing the challenges and the resources of giving, because if it's not working, we need to change it. Because, like, you know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. And we all know that being in the personal development industry, but what's easy for us to comprehend may not be easy for others. And knowing the leadership and seeing, asking them some key questions and seeing their responses. Are they there for the people or are they there for the title? And calling them on that and seeing where are we at, being, being authentic, being straight to the leadership in that community. You want to hear my, th- uh, my second one? So mentorship <laughs> yes. is my first pick. Second pick is hope. Because mm-hmm. if there's no hope, there's no reason to change. If there's Correct. hope, there's a reason to believe that something can be different. So you just had an event. And like I said, this, this show is kind of just moving and morphing. <laughs> but you had an event. What did you teach at that event? And what, what is your big um, mission or vision for the end of this year in 2021? Yeah, uh- partnered up with Marcos Jacober and he does tax lien, tax deed in the real estate industry. And he asked if I would come and do mindset training and, 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 and see the event. So I did some of uh, my NLP principles of where are we at to identify because the first key to change is awareness and being aware of where are they at. And the second element of change is understanding and having them understand what's the reason they're getting the results they've gotten. So that was my teaching and training of them and understanding, having them understand the seeds they're planting, what energy are they planting those seeds? Because when it's harvest time, that's what we're going to receive. So a lot of it was awareness, understand the cultivating process and overcoming challenges of walking by faith because of the COVID. There was 150 Brazilians and Hispanic Latinos here and they were all in a room, like old time events, which... This is the third event, yeah, and seeing that yeah. coming back again. I mean, it's, you could either say, they're, you know, how you want to label it. Nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it. They're in a room, 150 Amen. people sitting next to each other. Either they're crazy, they're dumb, they're, they're walking through it, they're going through challenges, they're walking by faith. So it's how we want to label those individuals in a room of 150 during the COVID pandemic. Well, uh, there's a woman that just lost a lot of potential money because she didn't know in Brazil what language they speak. So in Ellen, the game of games, she said in Brazil, what language they speak? And she said, I, uh, Hmm. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I think it's Spanish. And Ellen's response was, you need to get some uh, Brazilian friends. <laughs> Here, let's, let's help them out. <laughs> yeah, that's not it, though. It's Portuguese. Sí, es sonriendo. Yeah, there yeah, you that, go. Yeah, that, we need the Portuguese yeah, one. Yeah, Por- I don't have yeah. the Portuguese one, so I was just going to throw in that one and hope to see if anybody made some comment about it. So there we go. I'm <laughs> well, how do, you say, how do you say keep smiling in Portuguese? It's, it's, it starts with an M, I think. Mentera? Oh, I have okay. it. Let me pull it out. <clears throat> Somewhere. So, yeah, keep, keep going, that, and I'll, it'll be a minute before I pull the... Keep somewhere. smiling is... Is this it here? Continua sonriendo. Con, okay. Con, it's like so continue sonriendo. So this is the continue. other one. Uh, okay, so because it's, it's, it's Portuguese, so they're saying this is the one we have approved by Brazilians. And, then, oh, there you go. Huh? Yes. And by the way, uh, I shouldn't have asked you to do something in Portuguese live when you speak Spanish and English. So, <laughs> that, that's that. No, it's a, obrigado is thank you. Parabéns right. is congratulations. <laughs> and bom dia is good morning. <laughs> we, and, and just because we want to be fully cultured here, we'll Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Andrea's just bringing them out. Bam, bam. Oh, you want this? And here, thing? let's be even more, a, more fun. <laughs> she's got a belt full of all these cards. It's like, what that? What that? What that? So mindset's so interesting uh, because there's even a side to the mindset that has even ignorance, ignorance is bliss. So if you, if you believe you could be 
the greatest and there's no evidence of why that would be, you actually have a chance of doing it because you believe it <laughs> right. and, and, and you'll create that reality because of determination. So I, I'm so glad that you speak on mindset and, and that is an invitation, young man, to do one of our key smiling books. You see all these key smiling books? Yeah. We have 132, I think, right now. Oh, and my goodness. I think we need, I think we need a Latino version. Hallelujah. A bilingual version. <laughs> there you go. So, so my uh, Latino heat. <laughs> so um, I, I'm trying to recall. You, I asked you uh, what changed things in your childhood. Who, who, who was the catalyst? Who was the mentor? Who was the person that awakened your soul to be this leader? Actually, it was a gentleman named Ralph Rodriguez. Uh, growing up in the neighborhood, he played a lot of sports. And he was you know, five years older than me and and. We would started playing sports of so basketball, racquetball, baseball, football, and it got me to see another arena to excel and to get away from from what was happening. And, and actually, my father as well, because when I was supposed to sign up for baseball, I didn't want to. My mom brought me back, and my dad's like, "What's going on?" And she says, "He doesn't want to go." He says, "Are you kidding me? Take him back. I don't want him to be hanging around, riding his bike in the neighborhood like his brothers and sisters. Take him back." So they forced me into baseball, and that then it was over from there. So it was awesome. Ralph and, and my father as well from being so disciplinary because he's a Marine, yep. and yeah. everything was always up to his standards, That's which beautiful. played a big part. Yeah. Very, very important standards and mindset. So I want <laughs> to give on, I want to give Andrea an opportunity to ask a question or two since she has a little history with you, and bring it, Andrea. Well, you know, uh, Ruben, uh, when I first met you years ago, I always loved your energy and your enthusiasm. And and when I saw you again at Mark Cusick as the MC, you know, gosh, I'm like, oh, gosh, I just love Ruben. And, you know, I had gotten a copy of your book that you'd given me and really got to love on you. And then when I had heard that you had, uh, you were in the hospital, I'll tell you what happened. I had heard that you were in the hospital and that they were asking for prayer notifications because they told us that you were dying. And so I had reached out, was trying to find someone that knew you, um, a friend or a family member that could get you into the hospital. Cause I'm like, I'll, you know, cause I'm also trained like with through Michael Stevenson in NLP. And I'm like, I'll do hypnosis for him. I have some other nine other healing modalities. I'll do whatever he needs. You know, I was trying to reach you. And then it was so funny cause that happened on Friday night and then boom on Sunday, I hear like you're getting out and you're, <laughs> It's gonna be fine. See how Tell quick us you the work. Story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. So what happened with that? Because that, I mean, your turnaround is just crazy, crazy. It was all the prayers. There's thousands of people praying, literally, uh, on Facebook. Once I was released and let out, I went back and looked, and there was thou- there was over a thousand comments on prayer requests, and and that was on a Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, once it came out, but it, it, I was uh, admitted on a Sunday afternoon from having trouble breathing and not going to the doctor hospital to get checked because of my ego mind of I got this, my pride. Don't I walk it off? You know, Ken. You know how walk it off? You know, you got a broken leg. Walk through it. Come on. You know, put some duct tape on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and having that mindset and, oh, you know, I'm healthy, I eat right, it's not going to get me, it's for the older people who have an existing condition, all this mindset of the ego, not wanting to ask for help, and finally not being able to breathe, got admitted on a Sunday afternoon, and by Sunday evening, I was already on the ventilator, the doctor said my lungs were collapsing, they needed to intubate me and put me into a coma induced coma and i was like what are my options and he says you have none and once you, well, know, you always have death through. you always have death as an option don't ever forget that <laughs> yeah I was, yeah that was the other one and i was like hmm, let me. <laughs> i had like a split think, second think. moment and then all of a sudden i was like two and you know after just being there and, and you know what the smell of the uh, hospital you know it has a certain stench to it and being in that room of laying there, not like this is real. <laughs> I can't get up and I'm out of here because I never went to the hospital because I was like, I got stuff to do. 
I was doing right. an event to event. And now being there as a prisoner, so to speak, of this COVID and, and looking around and saying, wow, this is, this is real. And I was out. I remember putting the mask on and I was out. Wednesday, they pull. I was in a COVID. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, they pull me out. Give me the antibiotics, the hydrochloricine and the erythromycin. They gave me some of that, uh, put me back into a coma. And earlier that morning, they said I had 40% chance to live. They called my sister. Later on in the night, they call her back and say, we don't think Ruben's going to make it through the night. This is when I feel the prayer warriors were all, because Michael was reaching out to everyone, and they were sending Reiki, energy, Catholics, you know, whatever it was. There was positive energy, and it was all welcome because – Thursday, I started getting better. They put me back in a coma. So Thursday, started getting better. Friday, um, they let me out of coma. And I was in a quarantine, a room of quarantine. And they did tests. And uh, they said my lungs were getting better. And I had sepsis. And they said my white blood cell count was up. So that was getting better. So they let me out and shipped me up to another room on Saturday. And I was like, what's the reason I'm still here? because I knew the primary doctor, we used to work out together since 1996. And he says, well, you haven't walked in six days. You had a catheter in. We need you to get back your equilibrium. So as soon as they leave, I start getting up in the room. I'm doing stuff to get my liquor equilibrium back so I could get released. So I said, I could be doing this at home, just sitting in a room. So called them back in. I said, I could, I could walk. I could get dressed. I could leave. So he looked at the test and says, okay, just stay quarantined in your house for 14 days. I went back 14 days later and everything checked out okay. And when did this happen? So, uh, March 22nd through 28th of, of this, this year. year. Yeah. That's trippy, isn't it? Oh, yeah. And that was the first case. So I was like, I'm your test. So I, I'm in this room and people, are, nurses are walking by, like looking at me like, why your entertainment or what? Like, let me show. The, let me show the pictures really quick. Uh, uh, um, I'll just pull up here. Um, I'm just sharing uh, oh, yeah. the Google images. Here he is in the hospital here with a mask, and then uh, uh, luckily there was a better picture of you as you're healing. And uh, and yeah, the people, you know, people were, um, yeah, really worried about you. So 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 glad. What what uh what was the cause? How did how did it? I don't, you know, Ken, I don't, I can't say it was here at the gym. I can't say it was there at their house. I can't say it was at the store. I was doing events and it wasn't like you cut your, your hand and it's like, oh, it's the glass mm -hmm. cause and effect. I can't say I, someone gave it to me. I, it was one of those, I'm feeling a little, something's going on. And with the teas, the chicken soup, the old, I got this mm -hmm. turmeric. It just got worse. And once the taste buds went, that was it. You know, I was like, this is serious now. <laughs> you cannot yeah. play with taste buds. Yeah. And I was like, I'll sweat this out. You know, I'll go to do the sauna. It's like more cardio. The, the typical mindset of I got this. So you shifted how you think about life. Oh, yeah. I, my back was hurting. <laughs> Doctor, I need an appointment. Go get x-rays. Now it's, like you said, different, different sh a shift of life's precious and, and understanding that I was closer to the end than the beginning. You know, during well, I'll tell time. you what. I, um, I have a little invitation for you. It's a little shorter okay. than what the invitation was before. So we do have 132 books, and we have one that we need an author for. And okay. it, it's the COVID edition. And it's it, it, because I think it, that's what's happened in the world is people have awakened that life is precious and don't take oh, things for it. granted. And it's not just life. It's it's what you have, period. See, this is, this is we need someone with a story for this. Yeah. And I oh, think nice. you're the person. And, and, okay. and by the way, we have about 50 people in there with mask on and their faces are covered and their names are below. But we actually did this because we want to remind people three things. One is that life is precious Two, that this pandemic has got to inspire you to pivot or you're going to sink. And uh, the third reason was that if you don't smile, even when the mask is on, no one knows you're smiling. Right. So you can smile with a mask on and you're still smiling. And uh, Andrea, why don't you actually talk about the, the fact that you got that trademark we have the domain and we're going to be open that up of s oh, m uh, yeah y e um, e y e oh yeah yeah smile so smile with the letter i 
being I instead, E-Y-E, because we really want to inspire to people that the smile, even though we love to see a smile on someone's lower part of their face, um, the smile is actually uh, not even enacted with the neurotransmitters until they do the full Duchenne smile and get the eyes going. And so... Otherwise, um, it's just plain old fake. Right. And uh, <laughs> uh, we've had um, other people reach out to us um, and and in the brain world and in the eye world saying, hey, we... And, the, and also in, in the you. David Corbin world, who actually came up with the oh. idea. Yeah, David Corbin is the one who gave us, uh, definitely was the one for us that brought that up. And, uh, you know, and, and we want to really show that you can't mask a smile. That uh, And we, we don't mean that as a political, like, don't mask a smile. We're saying that regardless of this, you can't mask it because the smile is still here. And if we can encourage people to make eye contact with people, that's even more of a, a close connection than looking at someone and only looking at their smile. And only their mouth. So it'll create so, more positivity. So Ruben, think about how many lives you could save by sharing your story about how ego almost took you out yeah. of that opportunity. I mean, that that's pretty crazy that they said you have one option, not giving death as the second option. But you, right. look, really, you look really great. I mean, Thank I, you. I, Thank I, you very I, much. I actually wouldn't mind playing racquetball with you right now. I, I oh, feel like <laughs> I haven't played that in forever. <laughs> yeah, no. And then actually, when you're sharing about David Corbin, we did an event in Colombia together. No kidding. Yeah, we did it. And that's the first time I met him. He's an amazing individual. He's easy peasy. Easy, easy peasy. peasy. Yeah. <laughs> and David, love that. Love David, man. I mean, him. It was hey, you know what? I had, I had some dominoes this past weekend. Only because David saved that company, and he he was so funny when he really. Wow. Yeah, we had Domino's Saturday too. Must be well, because of David. Yeah, Domino's was spiraling down like it was going bye bye. Like uh -huh. there wasn't there wasn't the option of one live. It was just the option of no, and then the other option was David Corbin. So he <laughs> he gets up on stage and he says, "Hey, I just helped this company, and because I I signed something that doesn't allow me to say their name, I'll just I'll just say it rhymes with Schlamino's." And uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's it. Easy peasy, oh, baby. Easy peasy. Yes. yes. And I need to thank our sponsors, but why, well, why don't you? Because quick, uh, okay. show Ruben's book. So Ruben uh, has. Yeah. In case you haven't seen yeah. it before, Ruben, there you go. Yeah. Just wanted to make sure he saw that he has one. Oh, oh so you, so did you send him a copy? I, I sent him a copy. I I <laughs> it just came through right now. Wait, hold on. Hey, here it is. Let me get it back. Zoom, speed mail. <laughs> zoom, <laughs> the baby. Now the new Zoom. Yeah, and, you, uh, yeah. You're on this show. If you're watching the show, there's a lot more of these little <laughs> traits we have for you. So stay hey, tuned. Hey, Ruben, I got, I got to say I love that. From now on, when we have an author, I, I'm going to say, okay, you ready? And I'm going to put my hand up like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw the book at you, Ken, and then you catch it. <laughs> The only problem is I don't have mine over here, so that's going to be hard to do. I, no, <laughs> we have a tracking number. It should be there after 12 this afternoon. So by the time the show ends, you're going to be like, now the book comes. Oh, funny. The paper, when I called, they told me it arrived on the 29th. Oh, that's funny. So well, I, I, I think this is your little ploy, Ruben, to get back on the show. But there you know you what? I, I'll bring you back on the show if you will take it upon yourself to be our 133rd author of Keep Smiling to inspire hope for those that have to wear a mask and are also not aware that health and vitality is a gift. Oh, yeah. No pressure. Yeah, that, I accept the invitation. Awesome. It's just four hours of your life. I'm not asking for you to write a novel. It's four-hour template. It'll take no time at all for you. Especially Let's with your it. smile. You have a heck of a smile. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Do you practice? Uh, actually, a little bit. Like, how much too much? But actually, what you're saying about the mask, it's like the selfies is like, oh. But you can see the smiles. Right. And one time, okay, so check this out. This is, I'm being transparent here. I did Botox, right, here and here. And it killed numb the, the smile through the eyes. Oh, man. And some guy said, your smile's different. He says, you're not smiling with your eyes anymore. And I said, hey, dude, I freaking got Botox. He goes, no more. He says, it's killing who you are, your smile. And ever since then, the wrinkles have came back and authenticity is in the house. <laughs> well, I English and Spanish. Since we're being transparent, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share something I've never shared. And this is four and a half oh, years shoot. here. 
So, so this is my voice after Botox. I do Botox right into my Adam's apple just before every show. Otherwise, I sound like a chipmunk. I'm not kidding you. Ruben. Oh, my goodness. See that? <laughs> what you're hearing on this show now, audience, has never been shared before. <laughs> and it you has think it's never 100% been shared before. Okay, Andrea, your yeah, turn. Glenn, Moore, Glenn Morshower always says, do something with the people you love that you would never do anywhere else. And you just did that. Thank you, Ken, Rashawn. I absolutely love that. Andrea, it's and your turn need- to be transparent. My Botox, his Botox. <laughs> I mean, not, it doesn't have no, no Botox. You're 100% natural beauty, baby. There you That's go. That's all yeah. you right there. All right. All right. So what can I, a big reveal for me? All right. And you can do it after the break. You can do sponsors okay. and come back with your big reveal. Right. That's going to bring them back. That, that, that will make realize. the follow, Yeah, the, the, the people <laughs> the come back because they're like, I need to hear what that is. Well, we, I, right. you, dude, I thought we were going to lose about two or 300,000 people when you pull out of the race. I was like, shoot, how are we even going to keep them on the air with you pulling out of the race? Can you please? Yeah. It's it's amazing how you know, the follow- when they're following you for causing we have the confidant the constituents and there are people who will follow you no matter what not just amen. for the cause amen yeah. awesome thank you Ruben and Ruben You're will welcome. be back with us after uh, after well we for rapid fire our next guest is Maya McNulty and we want to thank our sponsors the red carpet connection the umbrella syndicate perfect publishing big events USA and um, oh and, and Maya's on early here we'll uh, uh, say it's smile at her she threw me off Maya. I was like I thought I thought Maya. Ken changed Ken changed <laughs> and we also want to thank voice America influencers channel and of course our charity of choice is keep smiling the keep smiling movement and opus.finance for making a change in the world with global processing systems that are for the people by the people and we'll be back after these messages and uh, by the way for the people by Ruben the people all right (laughs) be sure to friend us on Facebook you can do it right now Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, I am looking forward to our next guest because Ruben has thrown down the gauntlet that two challenges one he has said can she say everything i said in the first segment and can she say it in a deep baritone voice so this is a crazy gauntlet challenge i've never heard anything like this by two of our guests rivaling for the presidency so wow 
all right andrea <laughs> um let's bring my arm i know she's been studying is- i know she's been studying for this so let's do it well, she actually decided that she was going to take his challenge and take it another direction. This is Maya McNulty, the fundraising maverick. Instead of going deep, she's going high. And she is an award-winning cable lifestyle program host that had aired for seven years, reaching 2 million households and seen more than 19 countries throughout New York State. And she's helped nonprofits raise millions of dollars using fundraising secrets to propel them to the level of ninja master in the art of fundraising. And the fundraising and technology as that being her heart as a maverick she designed and launched a mobile application where to shop and dine which promotes small businesses and helps alleviate child hunger and she's worked with thousands of people for more than 20 years creating opportunities for entrepreneurs as one of America's most respected business branding strategists a coach a marketer a podcaster best-selling author and speaker she's created spectacular events and has been recognized and received numerous awards for her career achievements and philanthropy and uh, Maya is um, always had a high voice but today her voice is particularly high because she just got her voice back so how exciting that we get to hear it here Woohoo! good job Maya yeah um, Maya said I will be happy to have you be your guest two weeks ago when she had no voice and we were like are we using some type of other like sign language or something like that so we're really excited that you're not forcing that hand because my sign language is super super unpracticed so welcome welcome hi everybody yes i lost my voice post-covid and like ruben i was too was on the ventilator for 30 days and in a i'm sorry i was on a coma for 30 days and on a ventilator for six weeks and after the ventilator they tricked me but i have a ventilator scar now and then a couple other so this is my emoji smile so this is very appropriate that we're here smile movement so i have an emoji and it's a smile so you've got that let me know (laughs) well we need to get a new photo of you so that we can get you on the covid um message of embracing life with a smile gets you through COVID, but also gets you to be pivoting and abundant and loving life. So I definitely will. I have a different perspective on life now since I was at God's gate three times during my um, COVID intubation, I guess you would call it. My dad, I got a couple, I was like a punching bag for COVID, but I beat him, that sucker. So I got him, got him good. He didn't know who he was messing with. And as you guys were talking about the prayers, that's definitely, there's power in prayer. And thank you guys so much for praying for me. I like Ruben, thousands of people were praying. I had churches, I even had the prison praying for me. So if he wants votes, I don't know. The prison, they were praying for me too because I backed the blue. <laughs> well, Maya, you are such a beautiful spirit and we're glad you're still here on this planet to spread joy and inspiration. Um, Thank you. For those that may not have uh, seen you on the first show or heard you, because I don't think we were doing Zoom back then, um, would you share just briefly because we have to race through this segment and i don't also want to have your voice too taxed so share um where you're born what your childhood was like and what happened in your childhood that caused you to be who you are today okay so i can talk in my low voice ready all right amaya mcnulty and i was born in guyana south america i came to america in 1979 with my family for uh, opportunity and t- my uncle was studying medicine at UCLA and got job uh, transferred and residency transferred at Schen- in Schenectady, New York. And he sponsored his six brothers and sisters to come to America in 1979. And that's how I got there. Wasn't that cool? That was really cool. That's like a, that's like a magic <laughs> When trick. I pull my head up, I can't do it. And as a speaker, I can't have my head down. So it's like, bow to Maya. Maya's going to bow to you. So it's like, ah. <laughs> well, let's give, uh, since we met. It's kind of cool. Since we met you through Sharon, I wanted to, uh, it is very cool. Yeah. So uh, we met you through Sharon, and I always believe in connecting the dots, just like uh, one should when they're gra- grateful. So Sharon uh, has uh, given us two opportunities to connect. And tell her how, tell us, tell the world how important she is and how you met her. Well, Sharon and I have been friends for many years. 
and she has been my leadership mentor. And honestly, when I reinvented myself several times, like most entrepreneurs do, Sharon has been my beacon of light and hope and has helped me to pivot, and especially times like now, when the economy or even our lifestyles have changed, it's almost a good thing to have a couple different hat, tricks in your hat so that you can pivot. And Sharon has been a cheerleader, and honestly, it will back it up some. Sharon introduced me to Eric Swanson, and Eric Swanson introduced me to you, and then you guys came to Leadership Summit. So we reconnected again, but Sharon was the thread of all of that. And she has been such a huge inspiration. You know, when I was in the hospital, Sharon would send me messages, and I couldn't uh, send her messages back, like emails, because she's very personal like that. And I had no movement in my hands or my feet or my body because I didn't know what happened to me. I knew I had COVID, but I didn't know I was in a coma or the world was shut down or why I wasn't able to move and I got COVID in March. And so why is it April like 24th? Like I couldn't, like it was March 21st when I went into the hospital. Why is it April 24th? And so I couldn't hold my phone because it was too heavy. But about a week later, into May, I was able to pick up my phone and see the hundreds and thousands of people that have been praying for me and wondering, where has Maya gone? Because many people look forward to my Facebook Lives and my teachings. And, and you know, in the beginning, I was kind of in, embarrassed about COVID because I thought I had, like, the scarlet letter that I've done something super wrong and I was infected by some weirdness and I was like, who do I tell? I tell no one because, oh my God, everyone will think I have this horrible disease and it's contagious because nobody knew about it. Neither did my doctors. And I did, I was brave and had ego, but I never go to the emergency room if I'm not sick to the grave. And I went to the emergency room on the 14th of March and they gave me two bags of IV different prescriptions and sent me home and told me to rest for 14 days because I tested positive for COVID. And I told my husband and we started to quarantine, but that following Wednesday, I started to die from my feet up. And I had such a really bad, severe case. And I can track where I was because I was only going to the gym at the time. And I know that I had a dialogue with the guy at the front desk because he's absolutely handsome. And I always say hello to him. And I said, I'm changing it up today in my nice flirty voice. Not the smart Simpson Mickey Mouse thing, but I would say to him, I'm changing it up today. I'm gonna do my arms. I'm gonna do the massage chair and I'm gonna treat myself to the sauna. And Ruben mentioned the sauna, but the saunas were baked on me and hit me like a Mack truck because of the heat and the ventilation. So fortunately for me, when I was in the hospital, this was so new and so scary that all the statistics of it only happening to elderly people was out the window because I was this young female with no pre-existing conditions. And I threw them for a loop because they're like, she's a young female, like all the information we've gotten, this is all wrong. And in fact, the governor of New York spoke about it. And so did Dr. Fauci in the White House who called me in my bed when I was in rehab. But unfortunately, I wasn't able to speak to him because I was on a trach and I didn't have a voice. And so my caseworker and my therapist all spoke to him. I didn't understand what was going on because I'm like, why would the White House call me? And so, um, and they wanted to know how I was doing because I was the first young female in upstate New York that was severely ill with COVID and they tried the remdesivir, they tried the hydrochloric and they tried every drug and countless amount, countless amount of IV drips, but the 10-day remdesivir, which they had to get approval for, which could have almost killed me as well because my husband had to sign papers for me to have this drug. Never heard of it before. And 
potentially it would save my life. And so that's why the White House called, is because they wanted to see if I had survived from it. And um, yeah, that's, it was a scary time, and I'm still going to therapy. Every week I'm going to therapy, and I'm going to learn how to uh, walk better, talk better, get my voice back, and yeah, there's a picture of me looking normal <laughs> in the red dress, Andrea. <laughs> and um, they're very powerful. And um, and I never thought this would happen to me. And so most people, I did let my guard down. I was just trying to be healthy. But I do believe in masks. I do believe in washing hands and social distancing and limiting crowd interactions. I believe in all of that. Um, but. I never thought it would happen to me. And so be on your guard, be on your lookout, be smart. We're smart people. And people like us that are in this limelight of sharing information, we could be the leaders that show people uh, by our actions of how to be safe. So um, restating sure. what, what you would uh, do differently you would not have had COVID if you could have done something differently. What is that? Not go to the sauna, not go to the gym that day? I, I'm not quite sure because I was trying to be healthy. Mm -hmm. So going to the gym, you know, I made a New Year's resolution that most of us break by March. <laughs> and I was committed to it because I really wanted to get healthy again. And... Uh, that particular day didn't work out. You know, I bring my own water bottle because I'm grossed out by the water fountains. I wipe the equipment down before and after because I had owned a gym my prior life. And um, I know the importance of keeping a gym cleansy because of, um, of MRSA. I was always terrified of getting MRSA. I had no clue what COVID was, but my thing was trying to prevent getting MRSA at the gym. And... Um, you know, but I didn't know anything about it. And honestly, this was the time when the cruise ships were um, at sea still and no, nobody mm -hmm. was being able to come to port. This was the time where people were talking about it, but it wasn't really something that was alarming per se because it seemed to have been contained in in um, the China virus and in Wuhan and also in Europe. And it also was contained... Um, where they were starting to shut things down abroad. So I didn't think, well, Chase Europe is so far away, it's not going to be here in the United States, until we learned about someone getting it in Washington State. And then also at my gym, there was a man and a wife, and he happened to have died when I was in the hospital. But that's how it got to our gym. But I didn't work out with them. I didn't take the group classes. Um, but I must have been in the sauna when um, she had been in there. And, you know, there's no filtration. So I never thought. Who thought? And they also said it would die in the heat. And so when those facts came out, I was like, no, that's not true. So it just well, amplified. Well, we have a couple of uh, – we want to make a point. Uh, I guess uh, Andrea wants to give a shout-out to Sharon as well as some information about Bernstein, Sharon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sharon Bernstein, uh, she does the, um, I believe she's America's leadership uh, consultant, and she just and had Summit. an event on uh, uh, Friday and Saturday, or excuse me, Thursday and Friday um, in Albany, New York, and so she always has uh, wonderful people there. So it was Sharon virtual. Bernstein. Uh, no, she had a live event did and she? Uh, yeah she did um, so she still had a live event so anyhow we do have to go to rapid fire so what? I'm going to bring uh, Ruben back on and we can make this uh, go and then uh, Maya I put the questions again for you as a reminder in the side in the chat so you can see them okay and it's quick questions quick answers Ruben you with us Yes, I am. Can you hear okay. me? Sure, I can. So, um, a book that changed your life. Book that changed my life. Ooh, uh, I'm reading it now. Killing Kryptonite. Awesome. Nice. And part B, part B, a book you choose to give to others. Awesome. It's a success guide. No, and it's not self-promoting. It does help with the mindset. And it's so it. simple. It's so simple. It's a, it's, a, it's a success guide, so it's a do-with book. 
they well, write it. It's them in the book. It's not good. just about it. Yeah. And Maya? And it's not self-promoting. <laughs> Maya, what's your book? So I've been reinventing myself so many times that I actually hired Russell Brunson to be my coach. And I love this book, Expert Secrets. And you can see it's kind of mangled. But I go back and forth many, many times. Uh, so Expert Perfect. Secrets has been one of my favorite. Andrea? Perfect. And then we're really short on time. So we're going to ask for condensed answers. So what is a superhero power you would like to have? Ruben? Superman. Nice. Awesome. And Maya? I, I love those Wonder Woman magic bracelets. <laughs> War <All right>. of evil. <laughs> uh, Ruben, a movie that inspires you? Full Metal Jacket. Hell yeah. <laughs> Maya? I love to have fun and smile. I have always been a Grease, like uh, uh, the movie Grease. Yeah, Grease. I just yeah. love that movie. <laughs> Good. And R Ruben, a song that really gets you jazzed up and going? Rocky. Gonna fly now. Amen. Yeah, I agree. Plenty. I have a tiger, definitely. <laughs> I have a tiger? Okay, so you yeah. guys are both in the Rocky room. Yeah. Uh, Ruben, a quote you live by? Uh, quote I live by? Ooh, do things <laughs> today so uh, you can do other things that others can't do tomorrow. Cool. Maya? Yeah. So... Because I've had to start over again these last couple of months, one of them is a Mark Twain quote that I really enjoy, and it's continuous improvements better than delayed perfection. Beautiful. Well, we're going to be signing off soon. I would like to invite, I guess, Andrea to ask the last question, if there is one. And I want to say thank <laughs> you to both of you before the show's over that you guys are going to be our COVID authors because you've been affected by health and it has actually really changed who you are. And I'm, I'm really happy you're still with us. And we're going to make some big changes happen by amplifying your goodness. Amen. So in, instead of doing another question, I'm going to have everybody look at their camera and smile. And we'll do a group photo. Got it. And uh, I want to thank our sponsors. So Opus.Finance, Voice America Influencers Channel, The Red Carpet Connection, The Umbrella Syndicate, Perfect Publishing, Big Events USA, and our charity of choice, the Keep Smiling Movement. Um, may you be able to spread a dose of hope one smile at a time. And Maya, thank you for making that commitment with a smile. Ruben? <laughs> This is uh, your little sign to do uh, do likewise. Yes, um, sir. So we need we need a we need that uh, a, a, one more little dot there so we can have the smile complete. Okay. No, there's <laughs> two. There's there two. is two. There's yeah, two. Okay, yeah, good. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Well, right. we don't need another dot. Break together. One's two. enough. Yeah, one's two. enough. Yeah. All right, well, thank you guys so much for your time and your uh, your beautiful spirit. We look forward to sharing your st story and inspiring others that they can live a much bigger and better life. Thank, thank you, you, Ken. Thank you, Andrea and Maya as well. Thank yeah, you for thank you, everyone. All right, Have hashtag keep smiling. Love to you all. Thanks, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.